0: The world is a confusing place, filled with all manner of shimmering distractions that take our conscious mind and our immortal souls and subvert them into the most basal of human emotions. Can any one of us who considers ourselves a spiritual being truly look around the carnival at the barkers, performers, and the caged animals and believe even momentarily, that any of this is as it should be. My name is Alan Bishop, the alchemist of the Black Forest of Indiana, distiller, historian, occasional tinker, reenactor, and your host of If You Have Ghosts, You Have Everything. Have you ever noticed, the world isn't quite what it presents itself to be? That something is just a little off kilter, just a little out of focus. Perhaps that movement you caught out of the corner of your eye was more than a shadow, that weight on your shoulder more than fatigue. I have lived my whole life like this, aware, awake, and waiting for the next experience, positive or negative always apprehensive, always analyzing. I believe that spiritual warfare is real. I believe from societal observation that others are becoming acutely aware. I believe that many are being influenced by forces unknown in a negative and spiritually deprived way. I see soft disclosure in every corner of pop culture. Join us as we pull back the curtain, as the veil thins and reach with us into the ether to reclaim the truth but if you have ghosts you have everything
1: okay
2: we could go to hindustan
3: now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and I want to I want to point out that Hindustan was said correctly, Justin Whaley. I know you're going to listen to the show. I did not say Hindustan. Okay? Uh just just to just to throw that out there. It was said correctly. So, um but yeah, I am very curious cuz obviously I have some connections there and I'm curious um what if uh what if anything you experienced there and, and also right there down the road from the um uh, from the Martin County is it Martin County? Yeah from the, yep. the Shoal side um, there's a little cemetery there and that's actually the first cemetery where Justin uh, did some dowsing as well and I we, we, we took um, took the dowsing rods out and I let him do a little pendulum work and all that stuff so it's it's uh, ironic that this story's coming up
1: and <laughs> <Hey>, Betty yeah yeah <laughs> We were, like I said, we had had went out there for years and never got anything. And we were going out one time. I talked to my aunt who lived in Shoals. She said, if we got anything, she wanted to hear about it. So we spent the night out there. The next afternoon we went down just to visit. (laughs) I didn't know this, but she, she handed me a newspaper article it was i i think was her great great grandfather they were traveling from louisville going to vincennes and the path used to go through in um it was in february they said when she got to paoli they told her to make sure she was on the south side of the river because there was a sickness in the in, in Um, She got there in the middle of the night, realized she was on the wrong side of the river and tried to cross at the falls. Her wagon turned over. The only person that survived was her infant son because he was in a chest.
3: Like stow- and so- Stowed away in like a, 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 a- a uh, travel trunk, basically uh, a yeah. steamer trunk.
1: And which my aunt said she was using it like a like a cradle. Wow. And floated down the river, somebody got him out. They raised him. And yeah, that was we didn't know anything about it. That was my aunt's I think it was great great grandfather. Sounds right. Yeah. I think I've got a copy of the article around here somewhere. Oh, it's hard telling. <laughs>
3: I feel like I I feel like when I was researching Hindawson years ago <clears throat> when I first started Spirits of French lick, I'm pretty sure I came across that somewhere on the internet.
2: You yeah. probably did because it
1: is out there. Yeah. Oh, until that article there used to be another town on the south side of the river. Mm-hmm.
3: hmm Yeah, and the south the south side is where the farm is that the uh, the Doty family owns. It owns Spirits of French lick and French lick winery. Did I I lose you guys?
2: No. I'm trying to remind him of a story to tell because I wasn't there.
1: (laughs) It's all good. We, we, I don't know where you were. She didn't go. I don't think I was watching somebody's
2: kids because she was having another
1: baby. Missy was (laughs) with us. We were just, we kind of took some friends that down there and we were all, everybody was just, you know, goofing around pretty much and down by the boat landing. No, not the boat landing down the, the gravel drive where you go out to the rock. We're in there. Everybody's kind of just facing the same direction, except one of our members had brought her sister and oh. just, she just, yeah, Missy remembers now. She just <laughs> screams out of nowhere because she had seen somebody run behind us and there was like eight or 10 people are probably missing. Yeah. And we walked out and me and one of the other guys, we were watching this figure run between following us because at the time they were they had taken the bridge out down there. So you couldn't drive back to the falls. You had to walk. So as we're walking back out, we can see this figure moving between trees following us out to the parking lot.
3: Yeah.
0: Uh, uh, I uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't
4: like it when they lurk just outside the shadows. It's like, yeah well, where I can see you, please. And
3: the other the other part of that that, that that, honestly, for me, I get cold chills from immediately when you say that, is not even necessarily even, you know, obviously the the sickness that was there at Hindustin Falls or any of that stuff. And this goes into some of the stuff we're going to talk about here shortly, but... You know, bearing in mind that that's all part of the same territory that at one point in time belonged to and again, I've said this a million times on the show, but I'm going to keep using this phrase because it makes sense to me, what would have been called the Southern Death Cult. Right. And, and for better or worse, that particular grouping of Native American beliefs put a lot of emphasis on <laughs> the shadow world and the darkness of the afterlife. Mm-hmm. And so anything like that to me immediately rings to I just want to go home. I don't right? want to be a part of this.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: We've been out there, and we heard what we believe a Bigfoot sounds like. We have heard that.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. It
3: would be a good place for it. Absolutely. Yeah. There's no doubt that's a that's a resource rich place, and the population is fairly low, as at, you guys at, know. So. At,
2: so, the one big night at when the floodgates opened, um, we, when he says we have been out there literally for years, he's not exaggerating. We went for years and we always had a big group of people. And we went with a very reduced number of people this time and we were standing where they like um in the big open area not across used to
1: be the campground
2: yeah used to be the campground not across the little road that they have over there um in in between the road and then the main road and it was like you it It was kind of, yeah, it was kind of foggy, misty a little bit and it was like, we all just kind of started paying attention slowly. Like, you know, one, a couple of us looked and then the rest of us and you could hear, like creaking leather You could hear faintly horse hoofs, hoofs, mm-hmm. um, and it was very, it was very slow moving, but it was like you could almost see a carriage procession, and and it it felt like a funeral. Wow. Which. Which would make sense out there, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it wasn't just one of us that saw it; it was everybody that was there. Hmm. Hmm. But it wasn't quite clear, you know, because it was foggy. and you know, you, you couldn't you couldn't see it, you know, absolutely distinctly, and say, "Oh, that's absolutely what it was." But you no. could see it thing, and it was low, and you could hear it, and it was. It was wild,
4: kind of like that's... you were looking through a lens flare. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
3: And those those foggy mornings and evenings in general are, are when you when I would expect to be well, seeing Think because that's the duality. Water carries energy. Yes.
4: Uh huh. Absolutely. <clears throat> so that ab- makes absolute sense to me.
3: Mm-hmm. And
4: it, if it's cooler, the molecules are just starting to slow down, so it's gonna be. Uh-huh. They're going to be pulling from that dew and that mist.
3: Well, then there's also the, the psychology of those times that are in between, too, in the morning or in the evening mm-hmm. when your brain is trying to compensate between the primitive fear of the dark and uh, daylight. Right. So,
4: sure. Right. Well, and then your brain is also doing that thing of where it's trying to make sense of what it's seeing mm-hmm. and it Abs- looks for familiar shapes.
0: Yes. Sure.
4: Yep. What is where your brain sees a face it's matrixing or pareidolia matrixing yeah yep scott just said it
2: (laughs) (laughs) i could never remember the word but yeah but it was it was amazing Mm
3: -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah we had um uh jeremy elliott on if you've not listened to his show he was the historian for washington county and and he's still in charge of the stevens museum but there's a story (laughs) and neither of us were involved in it but um, somewhat similar re- regarding uh, chief uh, nine toes um, out towards um, oh uh, what the hell's the name of the town out there out towards Hardensburg uh, Indiana and, and the story of his daughter who was racing her horse around the uh, the old racetrack over there and was thrown off and hit a boulder and died and and yes, re- yes. Re- yeah reports of her apparition uh, being seen over the years. Um, Fredericksburg that's the town I'm thinking yeah. of um, but yeah that ma- that makes complete and an absolute sense to me so um, yeah so so from there I guess the 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 big one that we need to have you guys talk about tonight um, <laughs> for sure because once you guys started talking about it it took me a minute to, to realize which of the two houses you were talking about because when you talk about the families who own these houses understanding the history of Pekin and how long the families have been here mm-hmm. um it took me a minute to realize which house it was but I knew that I knew a connection so um but I definitely want to get into that stuff and and including the EVP stuff in particular because although I can't play it live on the show I will uh, insert it into the show when we do our post uh, production editing for sure so
2: Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> my niece used to date a boy um, from French Lake and she was very Surprise, close Surprise
3: to- synchronicities. <laughs> right. <laughs>
2: um she was very close to his parents. Once we all started ghost hunting and um, she she has she had accompanied us for years. Um, she brought up that they owned a house in, out in the country, you know, in, in Salem. Um, <clears throat> and we've known Glenda and Steve for just as long as Chantel has. And very, very nice people. Um, so she talked to them about us ghost hunting out there. Great. First time we went... We brought oh probably about ten right and they had came with a folding chair folding chairs a folding table um they had brought pictures albums of pictures um from the house's history people that had grown up there Steve had grown up there um, and there we we were just it was daytime at first and we were scattered. Everybody was just roaming around, you know, looking at whatever. And I was sitting down at the folding table looking through some pictures. They were talking to me about it and explaining to me, you know, what different things were and who who different people were. And we were recording EVP at that point because, as we had said, a lot of times the best time to get EVP is when you're just having conversation. And... When we played the EVP back, it said, "Do you want me to say it, or do you want me to just?"
3: Yeah, I mean, you, yeah, you can you can go ahead and say it, and then I'll I'll add it in directly
0: oh. after that. Is what I'll do.
2: Um, we we were listening to it, and you hear a voice say, "Get your ass up." Yeah, we have looked and looked and looked at those.
0: Yeah,
2: they're very really well done. Yeah, well done. <laughs> you're, 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 we have you're, you're looked and looked and looked at those. Yeah, they're very really well done. I yeah, And it was talking to me. <laughs> I was sitting there. I was the only one sitting because I was looking at the pictures in the albums.
3: Which which also, to, to be fair, and I say this very lovingly, uh, mm-hmm. being... The clo- our closest neighbor would be his brother, uh, Mike. Uh-huh. Um, that sounds like a very Perkaiser thing to say.
4: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, yes, the light flashed. Our, right our, when he said that, the light yes, flashed in our room. That's fl- probably his grandma saying, "Excuse me." Well, and that's because
3: my family has been friends with the Perkaisers for three genera, four, ge- five generations. Five
4: generations now. now because of Penny.
3: Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs>
4: Oh,
2: yes. Um, So so that was a thing. And um, we have been there many times. Um, We were allowed to go whenever we wanted to. They let us know where the extra key was. We could go in. We didn't have to call beforehand. We just if we wanted to stop in, we we stopped in. It seemed like when we used to go, it would it would always be stormy or about to when we um, left it would rain. Yeah, when we left it would rain. Um it is it is one of those places that at some point in time a few times i've said i won't go back i always end up going back but i have said multiple times that i wouldn't go back um i can remember one night we were all sitting around the living room and i i don't even remember what was going on but i was feeling very overwhelmed um spiritually uh, one of the girls that was ghost hunting with us she's like don't let it you know don't let it have control and do you remember that with jennifer and um we had to end i i'm assuming we were doing evp i don't know we had to end what we were doing and i got up and i left the house um, but it was. It's very. I don't know whether it likes me or whether it doesn't like me.
4: <laughs> it's it, it, <laughs> it
2: oh, either way. Um, but we've we've been there and we've we've done the um, the flashlight. You know where you unscrew the flashlight to where it'll barely touch. Um, we've been in the the second bed, the the bedroom that is between the kitchen and the living room in that bedroom we've been there where the staircase that goes to the attic is um those that long closet we have set the flashlight there and we have set aside right beside it and have asked many times multiple questions and gotten consistent answers every time we go we would get answers um and not just random you know the seismograph never went off ever Unless we moved it. Unless we physically touched it to make sure that it was still working, functioning properly. Um, it... It never... I think the last time we were there, there were at least three of us, maybe four. And we heard an audible growl in the middle of us. We were kind of stationed apart just, just because. Oh, we were like three feet apart and it was it, there were a growl and we were like hmm, it might be time to go now
4: <laughs> deuces, uh, i'm
3: out <laughs> yep later <laughs> yeah um yeah this we this is me sitting there with you guys being like you know my house is right up the road i'm that if you need me uh right? <laughs> i'll meet you i'll meet you at the highway
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> um we You'll just be sitting in there. You can you can be sitting in that back bedroom, and you can everything just goes very dark. No, you know, no rhyme or reason to it. There's nothing. There's no indication it's going to happen. It's just like all of a sudden you realize that you can't like see into the kitchen,
1: and you literally couldn't see the wall in the other it would get so dark and we have we
2: have sat I can remember sitting in the living room and other people being in that bedroom and and we can see it get dark and we're like hey you guys might want to come out of there for a while that you know you just you have to go off a feeling and it's just you know you might you might just want to come out of there
4: I thought we was all sitting around in the living room one time in the bedroom. That first bedroom, the light came on by itself. <gasps> yeah.
2: The one where the um, the floor's caving in?
4: No, no. The,
2: oh, the front one. connected to the living room. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: Because there's, yeah. there's a little bedroom off yeah, the front. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I asked Alan if he, had, if he knew why there were so many lightning rods on that house.
3: Uh, like an actual reason or just a guess
1: well because it's not a very big house but there are I think the well there were there were four
3: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I don't know why there are so many I mean that's a that's a question I can ask our our neighbors and see if they have an answer I, I have my suspicions <laughs> I
4: mean is the barn big enough that it would warrant it?
3: Well, it's on the house, not the barn. But yeah, well, I, yeah know, I know. What you're but saying. like, I my suspicion has more to do with
4: <clears throat>
3: things that we'll talk about momentarily. But the lay of the land, who was here before, etc. Okay, yeah, right. Um, and there's a what I would consider a, a sacred spot on that particular piece well, of land. I think
4: we do know that for sure, though, we, don't we? We because do know
3: that. Yes, for sure. Yes. Structure. We'll 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 get there there. we'll get there momentarily okay so yes absolutely but um one thing i do want to touch on real quick because i know there's another evp there too um i think i believe there is anyways um so the and i i have not had a chance to to delve deep into the history but synchronicities being what they are this being right down the road from my house my neighbors being perkizers my other neighbors being souters by the way i'm surrounded Uh on both sides Uh uh-huh um (laughs) So it, it, what what do you guys have as far as history on that house? Because I know we talked about a, a certain person who lived there um, at one point in time. And, I, and I'll let you guys kind of touch on that real quick, if you would.
1: Um, I believe this person was William Souders.
3: <laughs> yep. Uh, so uh, Willmer, so Wilmer would be his name. It's, uh, yeah. uh, better known as Detective X, by the way. <laughs> He did the handwriting analysis for the Lindbergh baby case. Mm-hmm. And for those who are shaking their head listening to the show, yes, you did also hear pieces of that audio uh, from his story as Detective X, not named in that audio, but from the Crown Hill Cemetery walk that Daniel Maine did last year. Aha. Uh-huh. So, I,
4: I remember that now. Yeah.
3: Yes, yes. Buried in, in Crown Hill Cemetery and also Holy Synchronicity being what it is, he was actually born not in that house, but in the house that my wife's mom and her family lived in, right across the hill from us. Mm-hmm. Nice. So uh, there's there's some irony. Uh, and in that same house, right across the hill, the um, one of the very first distillers in Washington County is buried in the first yard by the, or in the front yard by the name of um, uh, Jebediah Carter. So not not that that has anything to do with the story, but it's just synchronicities. Synchronicities. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So,
2: yeah, Um, (laughs) with with the uh, with what is out there on that property, um, we've before we ever talked to you, we had all come to the conclusion that whatever's there is not human, hasn't been human, um, ancient being, however you want to say it. Um, and we have talked about this multiple times. We have a friend who's from Owensboro, Kentucky. His name's George and he ghost hunts or did ghost hunt with religiously um and he was out one night at the farm with us and we were discussing just the sort of thing and I, something was said about power
1: it's an evp yeah. I don't know exactly what george yeah says. i can't
2: remember exactly what george says about power but we had a ev we had video or audio recording going and you can hear the evp that we found later that says it powers this house
4: Energy, energy. And offer whatever you can do with your powers. Energy,
2: energy. And you can hear George say energy, and then you can hear the word energy again.
3: Yeah, when I played that for Kim <laughs> earlier tonight, uh, she got cold chills off. And that was without headphones, as you saw my cell phone, just right. out on the porch, yeah. transfer going by, et cetera. But she got cold chills from it. And um,
1: and all I did to
3: that one was just turn the volume
1: up.
4: Right.
3: Yeah,
1: these, these are Class A EVPs that there was yeah, nothing. Yeah, I
4: didn't, I didn't have to question what I was hearing or read the caption. I, I heard it immediately. Yeah, yeah. So,
2: yeah. yeah. Those are some of the best EVPs we've
3: so one thing I'm gonna do if you guys are okay with it. <clears throat> I've been making uh some notes of some things. Um I think what I'm gonna do and we're we're not done just quite yet, obviously, but I am gonna break this episode up probably into two parts because you guys have mentioned a couple things that I wanna expound upon um sure. with some narrative stuff. So the the Detective X thing, the Souter thing, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe getting uh Mike's daughter on here as well because she's had some experiences yeah. there.
4: I, I emailed her, but she hasn't emailed me
3: back mm-hmm. yet. Um uh Witches Braids and, and St. Michael's Prayer and all that stuff. I'm gonna drop all that stuff into the two episodes with narrative. Cool. Stuff. Absolutely. Um that being said, I think what you guys have stumbled upon in that house, and this is just my opinion from having grown up here in where I valley. have in this valley, yes. Uh which by the way, this was um this valley was one of the first areas in southern Indiana outside of being next to the river that was settled, um, at least as early as 1806. But prior to that, uh, in fact, Kim had a, a relative who was here and lived with uh, Chief Ox uh, down in the Borden Knobs as early as 1799. Um, there's, a, there's, there's a deep history in this valley and it's very connected to the Southern Death Cult, it's also later connected to this railroad track that they're currently turning into a walking trail. And boy, I can't wait for that, A, sarcastically, so people can walk by my house. And B, because people who walk that track are about to learn a whole bunch of weird shit about Indiana that they didn't know. And I guarantee it's about to happen. So that piece of property that that house sets on, which I, I've not, I've not, if I've, I've been in a house, but it was a long, long time ago. I mean, I it was long enough ago that I can't say I have any memories of being in-house. I've been on the property many times. But yeah. there there is a spring on that property, mm-hmm. one, of, one of several springs on this side of Washington County that belonged to what is no longer classified this, like I said earlier, but what belonged to the Southern Death Cult, um, which was very influenced by Mesoamerica, or at least it seems to be leaning that direction. Even the archaeologists are having a hard time sort of moving away from that. Um, and they were very big believers in the afterlife, and in fact you might even say that they were worshipers of death to some degree. Um, it's very easy to identify when you find a place that they're associated with, because if there's anything left of the original inhabitants, you'll often find petroglyphs of a hand with an eye inside of it, and what that was used for was a, a way You'd basically identify a cave or almost a baptismal spring cave that you would take a teenage boy to and he'd have to crawl through. And the tighter that cave got, the better it was. As long as it came out on the other side, they came out on the other side. They were considered a man because they'd faced death and they were no longer afraid of it. Now, there are positive connotations to that as well, but there were a lot of negative connotations. And much like in certain areas of Mesoamerica, human human sacrifice was likely happening. It was likely related to the idea of the underworld realm the abyss whatever you want to call it and those spirits linger and there's a there's a reason why in my opinion i could probably take a map out right now and draw an almost perfect triangle between here what happened at the farm all the way over to the bowman house and then back to that farm in particular. Uh And I can think of one other location that if you extended it out, you would almost draw a diamond. So as above, so below Uh in this county. And I will say this, the Souders are all great people. I've I've loved all of them that I've ever known. I've never had any problem with any of them, but I suspect that there's a reason that Wilmer Souter had the abilities that he had. Um, And he wouldn't be the only person who's had some pretty unique abilities here in the county in that particular region for uh-huh. sure but i think what you guys might have experienced in my opinion is probably related to the things that we experienced on the farm is probably related to things that neighbors have experienced is probably related to the bowman house is probably related to the railroad and is probably all tied back to particular land spirits that we know exists uh, yeah. in this region there's
4: absolutely no question in my mind <laughs>
3: that exactly conclusion we came to Mm -hmm. yeah and not to not to try to even classify those even further out um i think they predate the southern death cult i think they've been here for a very very long time amen i think they were probably related to (laughs) you know whatever you want to call them red-haired giants uh -hmm. later you know sort of into that sort of welsh mythology as well but dragon blood or Nephilim, etc. You know, tied here specifically for a reason. Um, and I don't think that they... I don't think that they care very much for humans,
0: is what I would say.
3: Yeah. I get that feeling, for sure.
4: Well, I know that what whatever we had here was definitely Trickster.
0: Yeah. Yes. Um, and... I
4: He got his rocks off, scaring us until Alan shot at it, and then it went away.
3: (laughs) And and (laughs) then Bowman wasn't negative, but I think his energy, he was able to tie into the energy of this particular piece of geography. He was
4: protective. Yeah. I never was, like, afraid of the Bowman house when I was there, ever. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But there's an air of this is my home what are you doing
3: right well and, and i say that because i don't think that wilmer Souter, knowing the family as well as what i have my yeah. whole life i don't think that he was negative in any way shape or form um now the <laughs> the first comment where i said that sounds a lot like a perkizer that that still rings <laughs> true but that's that's more of a playful
4: right yeah that's um, a <laughs> absolutely that, I, I don't know, I don't even know how to classify it but it's not it's not a negative thing. It's just
3: yes.
2: you know, it just if you know them you know. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah.
3: Now another funny thing so you guys mentioned it always raining when you got ready to go. So I used yeah. to go up there and get straw and hay for a long time mm-hmm. um, up at the barn. And I'd never really thought about that before, but I bet 90% of the time that I ever stopped by there, it was raining or storming. And sometimes it was in the middle of July or August, which Mm -hmm. doesn't make a lot of sense for the Ohio Valley. Right. The lightning rods are interesting. So Kim and I collect uh, railroad insulators, not -hmm. only as a memento of the railroad that was, but also because you think about the amount of communications that went through them, the amount of energy that was put into them. It makes a lot of sense. And this whole... This whole valley is full of railroad insulators, and and it was also full of iron that was set out in sacred geometry as an antenna. Um, mm. It all makes a whole lot of sense to me.
2: And it and we're just we're full of limestone.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah.
4: Not according sh- to Kentucky though,
3: <laughs> <laughs> right?
2: Huge conductor.
3: Yes. Yeah. And ironically, the way the limestone sets on this side of Highway 60. Uh, so we set, we set on limestone where we live, but it's deep, 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 deep down. And all of our wells, ironically, are mineral sulfur wells here at the farm. Um, but once you get just maybe three quarters of a mile north of here on the way to the house, you're talking about the limestone switches over onto that side of the road as well. There's also another point of historical <laughs> energy and intrigue not a quarter mile away from the house you're talking about is a place that was called Camp Spring um, for those who don't know they can look up uh, a, a little thing um, called Treason in Indiana on Google so the Knights of the Golden Circle what later to some degree became reformed into the the KKK um, was actually su- to some degree founded here in Washington County at a place called Camp Spring between my house and that house um, with horse heffron and William Bowles a French Lick, by the way, West Baden. Um, and their goal was not really to support the South. They wanted Southern Indiana, Northern Kentucky, Southern Illinois, Northern Missouri, and Southern Ohio to become their own sort of sovereign state. And to such a degree that they had planned to, at this particular location, this is actually where uh, a spy was sent to, to catch them in the act. They had planned to kill Governor Oliver P. Morton, replace him with the Lieutenant Governor, who was a Southern sympathizer. They were going to set free all the prisoners of war from northern Indiana, give them access to the Indiana Armory. And they were pulling in pistols as well as rifles from uh, Europe, from Italy, I believe, into New York under the guise of Bible study books. Oh that all happened less than a quarter mile from the house you're talking about so um there's there's some dark energy for sure in this area yeah i will agree
4: (laughs) and on the same vein as the limestone and the southern death cult and the caves what did you find the other day on the farm what the sinkhole oh yeah yeah in the same valley.
3: Yeah, I might have might have sunk my tractor and almost flipped it over into a sinkhole that didn't exist before. So that's a that's a thing that happened oh. to me. So. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. All in the same valley, all just on the yeah. opposite side of the hill. So.
3: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I I don't know. So I do have to ask you this: with that particular house and those particular experiences, um, did you feel like anything followed you back? With it.
2: Honestly, I really don't believe so.
1: Good. neither. Good. I,
2: I, I don't remember feeling that way at all.
4: Mm-hmm. Well, I, that was the house that we actually did every time we went in and done the prayer. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 <laughs>
3: And yeah. and I I don't. The only reason I ask you that is because if it's the same thing that Kim and I lean into it being, and and we'll talk to again Mike's daughter and see, she she's definitely had some, yeah, questionable things happen there. I believe. Um, whatever this thing is, once it latches onto somebody, unless somebody shows that they're not afraid of it, it tends to continue to.
4: Yeah, because even remember, like when all of it was going on do you remember when because i was working my dad was sick at the time or had just got sick and i was working really early so i could get off early so i could switch off with my brother and sister and mom to take care of dad in the afternoons and whatnot so i would be going out and leaving the house at like three and four in the morning and then i would come over here to the farm some nights and Be coming in at like 9, 10 Midnight, whatever After having these experiences on the farm And I would see like the hat man And shadows and things like that Like on our property And while there are experiences And very terrifying experiences On my mom and dad's property There was nothing like that Like I had sent That thing away From those original experiences Mm -hmm. And this was something new
3: yeah, and it it does still continue to some degree because, uh, and I think you guys will appreciate this too. So, my neighbor and and my best friend uh, lives across the creek, actually on a, what used to be part of the Souter farm, <laughs> and uh, it, it, you know, he lost his dad a while back, and um, he called yesterday. It seems to be trying to get his attention now. So. Oh. Um, and he's in a, a very, very vulnerable place in his life right now. So I think it makes a lot of sense that it's getting his attention. But, um,
2: yep.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah. And, and so, uh, you guys, so the other reason I ask if anything followed you back, um, I think you, you <laughs> mentioned that you might have a, a piece of, of something from the farm, correct? Yeah. <laughs> if you're okay with me saying that, if not, I'll edit this out.
2: No, no, no. That, no, doesn't bother me at all. Okay. You know, yeah. We, I, we were going through the house one time when um, we were by ourselves. There were just a few of us there and Steve and Glenda were not there. I don't believe they were there any time after the first initial time. Um, they showed us around and then that was the only time they were there. Um, but um, I am a collector of old things. Uh, and I love Love old things, yeah, and in- Scott included. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
0: wow, well played. <laughs>
2: well, you know, that is that is in jest because I'm actually a little more blue. <laughs>
0: Um,
2: <laughs> but we were walking through the kitchen out onto the back porch, the covered, um, enclosed porch area, and on there was this wooden table with a an enamel top just a the the table was handmade older you know just whatever and they had uh, used a super enamel tabletop to top this table mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh I love that that is really neat I like really like that mm-hmm. and um they had already, Stephen Glenda had already said that everybody had, you know, taken what they wanted and, you know, whatever was left was just trash. And so I'm like, hmm. So I asked and got permission. And I asked whoever was listening at the house. <laughs> and I was given permission by Stephen Glenda to bring the table home. And it is our kitchen island.
4: That's awesome.
3: Yes. Very cool,
2: and and we've never had any issues from good. that.
1: Good. I will admit I didn't feel good going there and getting it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I I feel you on that, man. I found um uh, when the when the when we were re- renovating the Bowman House, or about to, I found what I think was the old uh, medicine chest where. More than likely in, in what was his bedroom where he had passed away and at, at that point the floor had rotted out because for a number of years nobody entered that room after he died and so there were a number of um, patent medicine bottles where I think there was a medicine cabinet and I remember I had two friends with me that luckily believed in in spirituality and all that stuff and uh, I don't know how many times I asked Mr. Bowman before I left that house if I could have those bottles but it was, it was an inordinate number of times.
2: Yep. So... <laughs> Because I had actually um, asked about the table not long after we were there. So a lot of the things that happened were after the table lived in my house.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) So,
2: yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 About (laughs) stuff like that.
1: Just assume.
3: Yes. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Who was the kind of Charles we made him take a belt back to the. The house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. oh
4: yes.
1: Remember he's Oh my goodness, yes. This, there used to be this old house in in Shoals out way out in the country, not too far from Handowson. And the roof was collapsed in. I mean it, there were still clothes in the closet. The like somebody just packed up or just walked out and left it one day. Mm-hmm. Well this guy he started talking, to his, I think it was at the Catfish Festival.
2: Yes, it was at the Catfish Festival. And
1: he said, after he'd been in this house, he'd had some weird stuff going on at his house. And just offhand, we asked him if he had taken anything and he had found a, a leather belt hanging in the closet and he took it home with him. And that was the first thing we told him to do is take the take belt Take it back. Take it
0: back. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Missy, Yay. your
2: house because you and I got a wicked case of poison oak. Uh, I was I was just talking about that not too long ago <laughs> I was pregnant with our 16 year old daughter then
3: Oh no <laughs> Oh my goodness
4: That was bad
2: Yeah I could not go into the house because there was literally a huge gigantic hole in the floor that went down to the basement yeah. Not long after you walked into the house so I kind of stepped in and kind of looked over and then I went back in
3: <laughs> <laughs> well we we'll th- I'll throw this one in there for you because you'll you'll laugh at this uh we went to one of the last houses that Kim and I went to that we were hoping to get saved and we didn't was a place called the Rush House and um long and short of it uh, many years ago there was a woman who lived there by herself and she'd passed away and nobody knew she was gone for weeks and uh Aww. in the in the meantime apparently her cats got hungry so there's that story yeah uh so we we had went into the house this is many many years later uh, hoping to find someone to restore it and just exploring in general because you never know what you're gonna find we went in the basement and there was um there were still <laughs> there were like two jars in the basement right and they had some kind of you know unidentifiable liquid in them and and they were uh, just a me in the basement being like i hope there's not a raccoon or anything down here and then reaching okay. over and picking up the jar and being like nope. i don't know what that is and i'm not sure i want to know what that is <laughs> <laughs> but definitely oh. definitely not a house i would have taken anything from for sure
4: <laughs>
3: our friends took the damn oven they Did took the oven didn't they take the, they took, they took,
4: they took the windows too
3: maybe probably and then they moved out of that house shortly thereafter so oh,
4: right. <laughs> well and that house was already
3: yeah that was that's actually um a good point and i think this is a point where we can probably start wrapping things up but um I have a number of places if you guys are interested, and and again, I'm, I'm I am tangentially interested in ghost hunting myself. But I have a number of places around Pekin that I have access to, including the house we're talking oh, awesome. about. That I would I would be glad to introduce you to the people, and and Kim and I would like to tag along sometime for sure. That-
0: awesome
4: the seven-year-old has been asking yes. i want to go ghost hunting i yes. i don't think you really do yet <laughs> i know
0: i know we be- our
4: kids on a mini one
3: <laughs> i know there have been um ghost hunters to bex mill but bex mill is one that i would i'd be glad to have you guys out oh yeah that time. would be awesome
4: oh, we, tell them be... what happened whenever we were interviewing G. they know they listen to show. oh did they
3: <laughs> <laughs> they understand
4: that was that was crazy Yeah, that was another instance where something is screaming in my ear. Yeah,
3: yeah. Well, it's probably Mark Quinlan, so. Probably. But, okay, so guys, um, tell people where they can find you at, if you would. And, uh, you know, as far as the the ghost hunting goes and all that stuff, because I know you're trying to ramp up and get back into it heavily. Is there, uh, obviously, a place where people can follow what you guys are doing, but also are are you guys open to having new people join?
2: Actually, we would we would be glad to have other people join um we like to do some very rudimentary you know teachings before we go you know before someone goes ghost hunting for the first time and get to know them. and get yes. to know them because we we are not a uh jump scare kind of group no. we don't no. do that
1: we, we don't Just we don't play kind of people like Missy and George we talked about from Owensboro Mm-hmm. If, if George were to call me right now and say, "Hey, I've got aliens in my backyard," I'd say, "Well, take a picture. I'm on my way."
3: <laughs> right. And to be fair, at being Owensboro, I also wouldn't be surprised. I'd just be like, "Yeah, I bet you do." I'm not <laughs> yet
4: going to Lancaster's all I know.
2: <laughs> oh, Lancaster's a story for another time.
4: <laughs> no, never going back to that place again. <laughs> I refuse.
1: That's not even
4: ghost related. Yeah, for I real. Know, that's why we never go get There's only been one situation where we've had the nope and just bailed instantly, and that was the thing on the farm. And I don't know what makes that noise. And (laughs)
1: we we we, I think the most we ever spent is like a couple hours, maybe. Yeah. And then we went back. We never even got down to the main section, and we were all like, Nope, something just.
3: Well, let, let, let's let's do this real quick guys um if you got yeah. time for it so let's finish telling people where they can find you and all that stuff and then let's do the Lancaster story and I'll do it as a bonus episode
4: okay cool <laughs> cool
2: <laughs> um okay we are Southern Hills paranormal we're on Facebook oh and, and we're on Instagram too I didn't know that Scott takes care <laughs> and if you want to contact us, go the go to either one of those places we'll figure it out and we're going to be getting a meeting set up pretty soon um and we are we are definitely open to new members so get a hold of us and we'll see what we can do
3: awesome and you can find kim and i at if you have ghost you have everything podcast on facebook as well as the alchemist if you're interested at all in distilling you can find me at the one piece of the time distilling institute on youtube uh as well as distillers talk podcast wherever you get your podcast and uh, everything i do is like extremely long-winded <laughs> the one piece of the time sacred and profane podcast on spotify so i think i got it all out and spirits of so well guys we thank
2: you so much for this no We've thank
3: had- you this is this is a big again this is a big deal to me so first of all uh, not, to, not to cut you off, but I, I have to do it again. I have to say thank you to Eric from uncomfortable because without him, you guys yeah. wouldn't have found me. And that's a big deal. And and he's, he's the first of the, the major podcasts that has acknowledged my existence short of AI. And I'm waiting on those guys to get back with me. I hope they do. I oh. hope they do. Cause I love both those shows. Um, <laughs> absolutely do. I, I might have to try to match Ryan one for one on edibles. If I go on there though,
4: Oh,
3: <laughs> it's going to end badly. Just call, just call yeah.
4: <laughs> Yeah,
3: um, but no, thank you guys, seriously, because it's a big deal to have people from southern Indiana in particular, northern Kentucky, the general geographic region, right? Especially, you know, Hoosier occupied northern Kentucky and Mm -hmm. more so the black forest of southern Indiana, um, which I do include Martin County. And even though historically it was not, it is a part of the black forest without a doubt. Um, It's it's a big deal to me, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you.